I love watching old NFL games and seeing former Chicago Bears owner and coach George Papa Bear Hallis in his overcoat, tie, and fedora, as if he's heading to a fancy dinner party. During the 1930s, head coaches dressed like most spectators in the stands. Their roles were limited during the week, and even more so after kickoff. At that time, there were no electronic headsets or play sheets with more calls than you could ever imagine. Just a coach wearing his Sunday best as he berated his players, the officials, or anyone else in his path. Coaches back then were equal parts fan, advisor, and promoter as they watched the single-wing formation operate. The ball rarely traveled in the air, and three- or four-yard gains seemed like explosive plays. Football was simply about toughness and muscle. During the early stages of the NFL, most players were also coaches. Curly Lambeau and George Hallis played on Sundays and coached during the week. They also lined the fields, made sure the uniforms were clean, and saw to it that the checks to the players never bounced. It was an all-consuming job, with little financial reward. Professional football wasn't the most popular sport in the late 1920s and 30s. As George Hallis wrote in his memoir, Hallis by Hallis, paid football was pretty much a catch-as-catch-can affair. Players came and went, drawn by the pleasure of playing. Teams appeared one week and disappeared the next. College football, however, brought consistency, with teams and players that could be counted on to appear on the field week after week, and the fans flocked to watch the game. The enthusiasm toward the college game became infectious and created the migration toward coaching as a profession. The migration started slowly, with ex-players searching for their place in life after their time competing on the field expired. The game offered something more than money. It offered these men a chance to continue to compete, which fueled the fire of football's intellectual advancement. In the movie The Shawshank Redemption, Red, played by Morgan Freeman, is sent by his friend Andy, Tim Robbins, to find the Redemption Tree, or as it was known, the Tree of Hope, upon his parole. The large white oak, with its powerful roots and large majestic branches, symbolizes gaining freedom through wisdom. The profession of coaching today owes its debt to five white oaks, noteworthy and formidable coaches, of yesterday, whose roots extend far and long, made it possible for many who came after them to benefit through their innovation and hope. Today's modern explosive offenses, dominated by star quarterbacks like Tom Brady before he retired, Patrick Mahomes II, and Josh Allen can thank these coaches for challenging the game's decades-old strategies and ultimately revolutionizing the sport. Even decades later, these oaks continue to influence every coach in football.